This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, March 28th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Budget process kicking off. Fortenberry resigning. USDA revises supermarket prices for 2022 upward. Ukraine gets new ag minister. Biden's FY23 budget heads to Congress. President Joe Biden is releasing his fiscal 23 budget proposal today, kicking off the annual appropriation process in Congress. A key area to watch is what the administration wants to do on agriculture research. Biden's FY22 budget proposal, a 16% increase in spending for USDA, does include a $647 million boost for agriculture research programs. The FY22 omnibus that Biden signed into law earlier this month increased ag research spending by $217 million to $3.5 billion. The House Agriculture Appropriations Subcommittee launches its work on the FY23 spending bill with a hearing tomorrow with USDA's Inspector General. For more on this week's packed D.C. agenda, read our Washington Week Ahead. Fortenberry leaving Congress after conviction. Congressman Jeff Fortenberry will resign from his seat on Thursday, March 31st. He said in a statement on Saturday, days after he was convicted of lying to investigators who were looking into illegal campaign contributions. Due to the difficulties of my current circumstances, I can no longer effectively serve, Fortenberry, the Nebraska Republican, said in a statement. In October, he resigned from the House Ag Appropriations Subcommittee and his other committee assignments after being indicted. Following the conviction by a federal jury, House Minority Leader Representative Kevin McCarthy had called for Fortenberry to resign. What's next? Well, under state law, Nebraska Governor Pete Ricketts must call a special election within 90 days of Fortenberry's seat being vacated. Poultry, dairy among food price leaders in 2022. Grocery shoppers should buckle up. USDA has raised its forecast for supermarket prices, estimating they'll rise 3 to 4%. That's a full percentage point higher than the February forecast and well above the 20-year average of 2% a year. USDA raised its inflation estimate for nearly every food group. Prices for poultry and for fats and oils are both expected to be 6% to 7% higher in 2022. Prices for fresh fruits are estimated to rise by 5 to 6%. Prices in the dairy case expected to jump by 4 to 5%. Prices for beef, which helped to pace food inflation over 2020 and 2021, are expected to be 3 to 4% higher this year. Now take note, USDA economists say it isn't clear yet what the impact of the avian flu outbreaks will be on poultry prices. Wholesale poultry prices already have been on the rise, increasing 4.1%. They're up 26.5% since February 21. Highly pathogenic avian influenza could either place upward pressure on poultry prices through decreased production or downward pressure through decreased access to international markets, 
that according to the food price outlook. And on that subject, the Nebraska Department of Agriculture on Saturday canceled all poultry events across the state due to highly pathogenic avian influenza. The order prohibits birds of any type at events, including but not limited to fairs, expositions, swap meets, exotic sales, and live bird auctions. The order will be in effect until at least May 1st. Iowa's Ag Department issued a similar order last week. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Dairy Management Incorporated serves America's 34,000-plus dairy farmers and dairy importers by managing research and marketing programs aimed at promoting dairy consumption and protecting the good image of dairy farmers, dairy products, and the dairy industry. Funded entirely by dairy farmers, DMI has distinguished itself as a strategic consultant and valuable resource to businesses and organizations in the food and beverage sector that seek to increase sales and raise their image through the innovative use of dairy and dairy ingredients. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Ukraine appoints new ag minister amid war's impact on farming. Taras Vitsatsky will step up to be Ukraine's acting minister of agriculture after Roman Lyshenko resigned last week, that according to an official with the Ukraine Agriculture Ministry. Vladimir Zelensky, a farmer and advisor to the ministry who was appointed by Lyshenko on March 4th, tells AgriPulse that Vitsatsky has a strong relationship with the country's farmers who are struggling to prepare for their wheat harvest and for corn planting during the Russian invasion. Low supplies of fuel, fertilizer, and manpower to operate farm machines are a main problem facing Ukraine farmers, according to Kushner. U.S. seen exporting more ethanol to Brazil after tariff falls. U.S. exports of ethanol to Brazil have dropped sharply since Brazil allowed its tariff rate quota for the U.S. to expire in late 2020. But those shipments are expected to pick up again now that Brazil is completely suspending that 18% tariff on the fuel through December. That according to a new analysis by the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. Brazil's suspension of its tariffs is only a temporary move by the Ministry of Economy to try to cut retail price gas for gasoline uh, to consumers. But U.S. farm and ethyl groups are hoping it will be made permanent. Brazil currently mandates a 25% ethanol blend for gasoline, according to the FAS. We look forward to continuing to work closely with USDA and USTR to return to a fair and reciprocal trading relationship with Brazil regarding ethanol. That the word of U.S. Grains Council President and CEO Ryan Legrand. Growth Energy CEO Emily Score and Renewable Fuels Association President and CEO Jeff Cooper said in a joint statement. Potato growers protest trade resumption of Prince Edward Island trade. The National Potato Council expressed disappointment Friday with USDA's announcement that Canada would resume exporting spuds of Prince Edward Island potatoes to the U.S., that despite the presence of potato wart on the island. Potato wart has been found in Prince Edward Island in eight of the past ten years, 
and in a total of 33 potato fields since 2000, NPC said. The frequency of fines plus the dramatic drop in the number of disease tests via soil samples should make U.S. regulators question the prevalence of the disease on the island. But Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack said USDA is, quote, confident that the table stock potatoes can enter the United States with appropriate safeguards in place to ensure the U.S. potato industry remains protected. In a news release, USDA said its requirements and measures instituted by the Canadian Food Inspection Agency require potatoes from the PEI and the seed potatoes used to produce them, quote, must originate from fields not known to be infested with potato wart or associated with known infestations. The table stock potatoes also must be washed in PEI to remove soil treated with a sprout inhibitor and graded to meet the U.S. number one standard, according to USDA. Here's today's He Said It. Our tractor troops take Russian equipment in the fields and give it to our armed forces in Ukraine, in particular the latest models that Russia has tried to keep secret. That's Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky referencing Ukrainian farmers in a March 26 address. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, March 28th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Dowling.